Good morning, marketers, and welcome to the Ify Market Podcast. We are the only podcast that markets the shit out of it. The Ify Market Podcast is brought to you by Mountaintop Data and Joto PR. I'm your host, Sky Cassidy, and today we'll be talking with Matthew Woodward about uh, SEO. Matthew's a prolific blogger focusing for nearly a decade now on helping businesses increase traffic and uh, thus profits. Matthew, thanks for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, 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 a, f- a flattering intro. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure the listeners uh, can tell already that you are over in uh, Britain. Is, is there a particular geography you'd like to put? Some people say I'm not in Britain, I'm in Wales. Um, I like to say where I'm are not you in- out there. I like to say that I'm not in Britain, I'm in Costa Rica. <laughs> From Britain in Costa Rica, I forgot that part of our prep call, yeah. Yeah, I got, I, 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 I got out of that. <laughs> fantastic, yeah, fantastic. So Matthew has set himself up uh, down in Costa Rica and he's uh, working on everything SEO. Today we'll be talking with him about SEO and really kind of how to get quick wins in your SEO, get ready for a high content, uh, very practical episode on, on do's and don'ts. Before we jump into all that, Matthew, can you, can you tell us a little more about yourself? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I started building websites before Google existed. Um, one of the first websites I built was a video sharing site before YouTube existed. Unfortunately, uh, I lacked the vision as a 14 year old kid with a paper round to pay the server to, to, to build YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Probably before bandwidth existed to, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was lucky to grow up in a period where people were terrified to put their credit card details into the internet. You know, it was like, <laughs> you know, if you, if you put your credit card details in, you, you're going to catch AIDS or something, you know, it was, it was just ridiculous, you know. Um, but then as obviously commerce has moved to the internet, you know, it's just building sites and building communities uh, around pro video gaming and things. And it was just kind of what I was doing. Um, I also had a natural interest in sales and marketing. You know, I, I'd be selling you Pokemon cards or sweets or, or washing <laughs> your car or whatever it was, you know, I, I was always doing something. Um, as, I, as I was growing up. So the convergence of that with the internet, um, I did the whole corporate thing, successful um, with some quite big brands, Le- learned a lot during that experience, mostly that um, that is not the world for me. It was very, uh, the corporate world's very rigid, right? And the internet and, and the web's very dynamic. Um, and you were more of a run off to Costa Rica and do your own thing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to be on the front line rolling with the punches, you know, in the corporate world to to set up a newsletter and capture email addresses. It was a year of talks and meetings and like 2 hours on the train for a 30 minute meeting for 2 hours on the train back and like it was just, you know, and and then in my spare time I, I, it's just 15 minutes, you know. Right. So, so every time you got something done the technique you were looking to do was outdated by the time they let you implement it. Yeah. Or, or there was always like, Oh yeah, well we can do that, but not like this, 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 or this. So it was always like really watered down and just really weak, you know, I, 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 just so very frustrating um, to, to be in that environment, grow my affiliate portfolio outside, eventually took the leap and never looked back. That is the strength of small businesses and more small businesses need to realize how 
how large businesses handcuff themselves and sure yeah. they're extremely powerful, but when you're competing with them, if you just do an attack, they move extremely slow and you know everything's by committee so they end up building the world's worst car and and, and not even that they, they they use like an internal budget system so like fake money monopoly money like if if you're the the web team you can only use so much of this fake monopoly money's design resource or this fake monopoly money's development resource it didn't really matter what the needs of the business were at any one point where you'd be like, okay, we need a load of development right now. It, it would just be like staggered with this fake internal currency and budget that you had to work to. And then it, that meant everything got trimmed down and delayed. And it was just awful. And, and yeah, the, you small companies have a huge advantage in the dynamicness and an ability to move and react. Um, you know, it's, it's Certainly when it comes to doing things like, like SEO and creating content and doing things that engages with your customers, um, they're things that big businesses really struggle with. Um, so small to medium-sized business can, can really get a good leg up there. Um, and yeah, it's frustrating. It's, 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 it's why, ultimately why we're having this conversation today, many, yep. many years on. <laughs> so they can get a big leg up if they know what they're doing. And that's what we're all about on this episode here is you know, how to do the SEO, how to get that, that advantage. Um, one last thing before we get to that, what's your day to day like there? Other than I, I know you get up first thing in the morning and you go surfing then you have a pina colada and, but, but what do you do once you start working? <laughs> um, unfortunately that's not how it is. Maybe that will be how it is one day. Um, but no, start, start, start and, and review what's happened. The inbox is either a war zone in the morning or, or an area of, peace and tranquility quite rarely which is worse um, peace and tranquility you say oh no depends what it is oh, because it could be hammer. any number of things it could be a client problem it could be right. um you know there's a google update it could be that um someone stuck with a specific task that needs my input to continue um it could be any number of things um yeah. if, if i look at my inbox and it's empty i panic yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, if if you if you achieve that in the morning, I think you've hit hit gold, right? <laughs> so that would really pretty much depend decides how my day is going to go, and um, you know, focus shifts dynamically based based on that. Um, sometimes we're doing project sprints where there's certain things we just want to get over the line as soon as possible. You know, when we're hitting that, it's twelve, fourteen hour days. Bam, bam, bam. Let's just get it over the line. You know, uh, yeah. so it's quite dynamic. Do companies hire you to come in and kind of do? Yeah, I, I can either act as, as, as a consultant role. Um, you know, you pay the consultant fee. I'll take a look at everything that's wrong. I'll put a strategy together and then I'll spend an hour talking you through that strategy and how to integrate it. That usually suits most small and medium businesses because it, it, it allows them to kind of do it themselves on the fly and not incur any of the risks of having someone else do it because if someone does SEO wrong it can do lasting business lasting damage to the business so um, that's one way that I can help a business and the other way is that we take full control of SEO um, and I mean full control content creation link building keyword selection strategy everything top to bottom top to bottom um, so that's 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 another way that we can help um, there's also a course that allows if, if you've got 
a junior in, in, in your team, someone fresh out of college, someone that's eager to learn and, and, and wants to prove themselves or, you know, any, any young talent in the business that, that you just want to let them go. I got a course um, called 90 Day SEO Complete 12 Week Strategy and that lets people really, well, it's, it's what we do internally if, if, if we rank in our own sites. So right. um, that, that's a great resource. And then some, some businesses have a good grip on SEO. They have a good grip on content creation. They know keyword research, but when it comes to link building, it, 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 they struggle. Um, this is a bottleneck, not just for businesses, but actually a lot of experienced SEOs as well. And there's a huge amount of pitfalls of link building you need to be aware of. So we take care of all of that with our service at linksthatrank.com. That's our link building service. So there's a number of ways um, we help businesses. Everyone's at a different stage of the SEO journey and with different requirements, of course. Um, so it really depends on the individual business where you are. But if you are a small to medium business with no to limited budget, um, there are some things that you can just do if you've got a, a spare afternoon that will have a positive impact. There's, there's not always a reason to, to hire help. Sometimes right. It's so it's not like SEO is an all or nothing. Like there's some, there's some channels that if you don't invest a minimum amount, you can never get the ball rolling. Um, it seems seems like SEO, like you said, one afternoon, you can go make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, SEO, there's three components. One, building a foundation that your site is technically sound, that most people can understand themselves without much, much, much effort. And if you right, wait, wait a second. Okay. So we're getting into it now. What do you mean by foundation that the site is sound? Do you, so the, the site the site works, first of all. It works on a mobile device. It works on a desktop. It loads quickly. Uh, it's not slow. It's not sluggish. You know, you can use tools to, to, to measure that. Um, you want your pages loading in three seconds on mobile. Um, if you're using WordPress, it's really easy to fix those kinds of things. I've got tutorials on exactly how to increase website speed. Um, but just having a, a technically sound foundation. The real world equivalent is if you had a retail store, you'd want your retail store to be organized, all the shelves installed, all the products organized, you know, right. you wouldn't want like the pasta with the milk, right? You know, everything neat and organized, all the prices displayed. The right. doors have to actually work. Yeah, the, and stores, open yeah, the checkout works, it displays nicely, it presents itself, it's got a smile, you know, the real world equivalent turned of that. On. Right. Yeah, the, okay. like, the basic foundations. Beyond that, it's just a case of content and link building. Um, SEO is not much more complicated than that um and 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 that's it all um, right we're done that was great man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say not but, much more complicated come on what but no, when that, you get that, into some of the things the content the keywords you're using what keywords you choose that yeah. stuff pretty yeah yeah easy. and and look most businesses will either in with intent or accidentally have established some sort of rapport with Google. You're going to be ranking for some level of keywords already. Right. You're going to be attracting some level of organic traffic. You have Even a reputation. You may not yeah. know it, but you have one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most businesses do get organic traffic from Google accidentally without trying. Even if trying, you, there's, there's, there's a few small adjustments that you can make that will increase those results. 
um, without spending any money, right? Right. So that's that's really where businesses can find value, especially if they've got no budget. Excellent. Okay, so that gives us a general idea. You've got the foundation, your site is solid, and then content, link building. Um, so quick win SEO processes. I want to focus on that. I know we could get really deep into a lot of things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your average small business, you've got uh, maybe, you know, maybe one person in marketing, and they have the site set up. Let's assume we're working with WordPress here. What's a couple things people can do right away in WordPress? to to help with their seo okay well not even in 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 wordpress it's irrelevant really if it's wordpress or shopify or or how you're doing it the quick win seo is essentially you're looking for opportunities that exist that just by making a few minor tweaks and optimizations you can capitalize on okay so for example you might be ranking for a keyword in position 12 or position 19 right mm -hmm. and then just by making some very specific changes you can increase that ranking in turn increasing the search traffic coming to your site and the number of qualified leads hopefully um so the very first step is identifying what those opportunities are so most small businesses will have Google Analytics and Google Search Console. They're both free tools offered by Google. And if you haven't got Google Search Console, go and get it set up. It's completely free, just Google, Google Search Console. And within there, you can look at your performance of your site in Google Search results. And Google will actually tell you exactly which keywords you're ranking for and what their average position was. So if you're in Google Search Console, you just hit performance, search results on the left. And um, at the bottom there, you'll see queries and you can enable to view the average position. So you can just click through that list and you're essentially looking for anything that ranks on average between number two and 19 that you feel is super relevant to your business. Super relevant not meaning how much how many clicks or impressions or how much traffic it gets super relevant meaning is this person going to be a qualified lead for my business um you know for so example you're talking about the terms that yeah. well, what are the keywords that are that are ranking there yeah for example you know you might find a keyword that includes the word free and it's got loads of search volume and clicks and impressions you know like whoa i'm gonna go after this i'm gonna get loads of traffic it's gonna be awesome Woo! But actually, all you're attracting is freebie seekers, and they're never going to convert into right. qualified leads or sales to your business, right? So you've got to make your selections with discipline. Mm -hmm. Very important. Um, if you've got access to Ahrefs, and anyone who's got half an SEO strategy in play for their business will have access to Ahrefs or SEMrush. Um, I'm, I'm biased because I use Ahrefs personally, but SEMrush will also do the job. Um, you can use either of those tools to find current keywords ranking between position two and 19 but you also get a keyword difficulty rating which allows you to make a slightly more informed decision because if you've got two keywords that are of equal value to your business equal search volume but one is twice as hard to go after well mm -hmm. it's a more intelligent decision to go after the easier one first right um right 
However, those tools do cost like a hundred bucks a month and not everyone's got access to that or that kind of budget. There's free trials available. Um, but if you haven't Google search console, we'll give you the data you need. And the data you need is what are the keywords I'm currently ranking for between position two and 19 that I could improve to bring qualified leads to my business. Right. So if you're looking to rank these keywords, you kind of were, were getting a little bit towards talking about the keyword competition there and long string keyword stuff, yes. I think. Um, if somebody is, a, they make software, a CRM software for lumber mills, let's say, <laughs> and they want to rank for the keyword CRM, they're going to have a ton of competition there. It's going to be really hard to get ranked. But if they went, um, you know, lumber mill CRM or, yeah. or you know, sawmill CRM. Yeah. So if they can niche down kind of and get more segment down, much more specific, yeah. um, rather than trying to get one overall, just say software. We want people looking for software to yeah, find Yeah, I us. mean, like, like if you went for CRM, yeah, probably you're going to spend a bunch of money to even get there. And then when you get there, what's going to happen is you're going to get a bunch of traffic and no sales. Right. So is it is it better to do a bunch of, I mean, if you can chop your business up into 20 parts and try to rank for each individual part versus just the general business? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. The more relevant you can get, the better, you know. Um, I, I, I want to rank for link building services. Mm -hmm. I don't want to rank for link building. Right. Because people are searching for link building services have already reached the point in the decision making process that they want to spend some money on link building. Someone that's just searching for link building might be learning, first of all, what is it? They don't even know what it is. They might be learning how to do it. They might have zero budget. They might just want some cheap tricks to do it themselves. They might want free link building. There's all these other possibilities that they might want that are completely irrelevant. I want to sell you link building, so I want to hit link building services. I also, want to I've, hit buy I've, guest posts, you know, things like that. Yeah. I've seen when people use general enough terms, sometimes to them, it means something, but there's yeah. some massive audience out there yeah. where that means something else. Exactly. Like, yeah. And you're yeah. getting all this traffic and it's like legend of Zelda fans for link and building. And uh, you're wondering what all these people are here for. That That's why I said selecting these keywords is a discipline because anyone that follows the instructions I've given them, you know, go to Google search console, performance search results, look for all queries ranking between position two and 19 you're likely to find that you might have hundreds, even thousands of opportunities here, right? So the discipline is selecting those that are gonna bring you that qualified traffic that converts into leads and sales. And it is a discipline. It really is truly a discipline. And it's something that you just learn over time. Um, luckily though, 90% of people are distracted with those high volume numbers. And like you say, are able to see past the end of their own nose. And, and, and it means one thing for them, but something completely different to the other 90% of the world, you know, most people suffer from that. So retaining that discipline is a double win because your competition's often making the wrong moves because of that failure. And it's a common failure. Right. Um, so that it's a, it's a, it's an important discipline to learn, um, which, queries and keywords to go after really so it also seems like a big part of the difficulty might be you have to think about not what is my product but the people i want to sell to what are they going to enter into the search engine when they're looking for something that i can sell them yeah and you know that that would back down into a, a deeper keywords 
research strategy, but Google Search Console is going to tell you keywords that you're already ranking for. Mm -hmm. And we like to focus on those because um, Google's already telling us, we think you're relevant for this keyword. We trust you. Um, mm. and, and usually those, those first two page battles, especially on the more specific keywords that are less competitive can often be won just by making some small on page changes. And I if just they can't be won something. by that, they can be won by just adding a, a couple of links, usually for most small to medium businesses. You just um, implied that there's a second page to Google results. Of course there is. <laughs> That's the page of opportunity, baby. If you sit in there, you, you're a stone's throw away from the money. You know, like that is the land of opportunity. If you're on page right. two and above, um, you know, you, you, you're losing search traffic and, and leads every single day by not making these changes. Right. So I was joking about that, but in all seriousness, something that else that you'd said, um, is it easier to get the keywords that Google already has you have some ranking, even if you're on page 20, to get those elevated than to create new keyword recognition in Google? You should do both. If you, if you, a long-term SEO strategy should encompass both. It should both leverage existing opportunity while planting seeds of new opportunity at the same time for a new content. Uh, absolutely. But if you only had time for one, let's say we're doing the quick thing. If you only had time for one, I'd focus on what's already established and working, leverage what you've already got, use that to raise leads, revenue, and then back that into going after new seeds. Right. I'll recycle that back around. Okay. So the, the first place to look is the existing keywords. Find leverage what you've got. Good. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, so let's say we found a couple keywords, couple search strings that people are using. They're coming to us. They're already ranked uh, somewhere on Google and we want to elevate those. What are some good uh, kind of things people can do to, to boost their, their Google ranking on those? Okay. Well, we have a very specific strategy that we follow and I just sent you a link to the spreadsheet in the chat there. So you Fantastic. can see this in I'll put it in time. the show notes as, a, as well. If you want, can I put that in the show notes? Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a link that you can put into the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if what this tool does, essentially you put in what the target keyword is, you put in what your current ranking is. And then based on that, it will build out the strategy for you. It will tell you the specific things that you need to do in order to increase your current ranking. So all of that depends on where you currently rank. So um, one of the first things that you learn to do is how to steal a featured snippet. Now, if you do a Google search, quite often you see the, the number one result stands out from everything else. That's what we call a featured snippet. Using the power of observation, we can figure out how to steal that featured snippet. And usually it's, it's sounding just, a little shady now. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically if, 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 if my tool's telling you to check that, we know that Google trusts you and you're on the first page. Right. Right. So then it's just how can we persuade the algorithm to put us in the featured snippet position and not our competitor? And again, we can just use a power of observation to see why they're there 
and then just do the same thing. So right. if you oh, see so it's like saying, I mean, saying stealing it is one thing, but it's like saying this person's really successful. Let me watch what they do and emulate that. And then exactly. I'll, if I and do what they do, I'll get successful too. The, the beauty of the Google algorithm is you can observe the output <clears throat> and the output is, oh, okay. Google wants 56 words like this. So mm -hmm. then you just look at your page and be like, right, where can I add something similar to my page or what can I edit? So it's similar and 56 words presented in the way that Google expects to see it. Sometimes Google returns a bullet pointed list of things in, in, in those featured snippets. You might look at your page and be like, ah, oh, well, I don't have a bullet point list like that. Okay, well, I'm going to add one. I need, how many do I need? So you look at what Google says, okay, I need nine items, uh, you know, this many words in total. And just making those very, very tweaks, you can steal a featured snippet and you can steal it within 24 hours of making those tweaks. Right, awesome. You know, so The difference between ranking number eight and number one for a query is 10 times the traffic. Yeah, I would imagine. And, 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 and you can, those tweaks often take less than 10 minutes to both review and make per keyword. So when you're talking about the tweaks, you're talking about a page on your site that has this text content, whether it's about a certain product or a blog post or whatever it is, yeah. putting in the text that's going to um, get picked up by Google. When you, let's say you put that in, is there a preferable way to put it in? You, you, you're looking at what your competitors have put that got them in that first spot, that yeah. coveted spot. And yeah. you're saying, I'm going to mimic what they have here exactly. with my own branding. Um, where do you put that in on a page? Is it best to do a blog post? Do you it, want to put it, no, it in within the, the existing page? So if your if your page is already ranking in the top ten, but it's not in this featured <clears throat> position, you edit your existing page to emulate what is showing in that featured snippet position. Now, if any of this is confusing, along with the link to to download the tool is me showing you over my shoulder step-by-step step actually how to implement this. So um, don't worry if you're not following any of this. <laughs> I've got videos showing you each of these specific strategies that we're going to talk about and how Fantastic. to do the actual implementation. And but, we're recording this so that listeners can just listen again if you don't, if everything doesn't sink in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the featured snippet theft is just looking at why... Google's choosing to display that featured snippet and then bridging the gap between what Google wants and what you're currently offering it. So it and sounds like it's a good version of the, you know, got potatoes, got luxury cars, got of taking an ad you see that works really well and copying it, which doesn't really work in mainstream advertising. No. When it's a behind the scenes algorithm that you're looking at. Yeah copying that ad it will see it as just a, as effective yeah. google's literally saying this is what we want right <laughs> right here's here's my type and then you're just like great i'll be that type exactly that's exactly it and um you know the power of observation is a lost art in the world of seo we're often distracted with tools and big data and this that and the other but google's literally telling us what they want when you do a search you know so right. if you're not hitting that you need to mimic it as closely as you can now 
you can't just copy word for word what the competitor's done. If you create duplicate content, you're going to get a spanking. But yeah. and you change can the name. It. You can you don't want to use it. the same company name. Like you're just advertising them if you do that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Google are very generous. They'll actually bold what they consider the important words. So those words mm -hmm. you know you need to include and not change. But as a general, if it's 56 words and it's three sentences, just rewrite those three sentences in 56 words. It says the same thing, but so it's unique. Kind of like how you'd copy your friend's homework at school so the teacher wouldn't notice. You know, like you'd, you'd kind of like see what they wrote and write something a bit different and hope the teacher didn't notice. Same thing. Right. <laughs> now you say 56 words. I'm looking at a search result right now. And it typically only has maybe 20 words, something like that before. No, no, no. We're off. looking at a featured snippet results so okay. if you do a search for semrush review for example mm -hmm. you'll see at the top there hopefully i'm seeing a lot of ads 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 yeah ads, below, below the ads is a feature <laughs> eventually we're just going to jump to page two because the whole page okay one is ads. well well if 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 you watch the videos that, that talk you through this process they guide you on how to identify what a featured snippet is and then and then actually how to overtake it with a number of different examples excellent are those on your site yes okay great we'll put them in the show notes we'll put a link yep. to your site in the show yep. notes people can easily go and find those and get yep. kind of video tutorial of what we're yep. going over here there's no yep. way we're gonna be able to go over everything i know this is a straightforward kind of how to quick and easy and yet, I think I think I think, we can get it. It. <laughs> I think I think we can get in it. It's 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 not it's not that hard. Um, most people that have never done SEO before can pick this process up process up and just do it within a few hours. So it's it, it's not that tricky. Just follow the videos. It, it's color by numbers, you know. Right. Um, the second one that we like to do is FAQ schema. Now, if you do a Google search for let's say pet insurance, I uh, know it's not on there. It's hard to find a live example of this sometimes. <laughs> if you do, and if you're listening back to the show and you're repeating this, it's probably you're not going to see it either. Oh yeah, you'd see Some, a different result each search. So, so sometimes, sometimes when you do a search underneath the result, you see that there's questions, and you can click on the questions that expand into answers. Was oh, that the people right. also ask? Uh, no, people questions? also ask is something that comes from Google. The mm -hmm. FAQ schema is something that comes from your website, but essentially what it does is place a pe uh, people also ask box under your result that's in your control and you can decide what the questions and the answers are. Okay. That's now, pretty awesome. If the opportunity exists and the tool will tell you if you should check if the opportunity exists and show you what to do if it does. Um, essentially all you do in is copying and pasting a bit of JavaScript code to give Google that FAQ in the format that it wants. Most people have questions and answers as part of their content anyway. And if they don't, adding like three really basic questions and answers can be done in five or 10 minutes. Then it's just a case of serving Google that content in the format that it wants. And um, within the video showing you how to do it, there's also a free tool that generates that code for you. Literally just paste in the question, the answer, the question, the answer, the question, the answer, hit generate, gives you the code, you paste it on your page, you hit update, and that's it. So you've got XYZ service on your site, and you maybe even have an FAQ area that covers a bunch of different things, but yes. you, can put, you can put mini FAQs 
into each page or each product area or whatever it is that, that Google's going to pick up and then rank. Yes, but you shouldn't just be doing that on a whim. You should be doing it based on what my tool, if my tool says to check it and implement it on that specific keyword, do it on that specific keyword. Right. Okay. Um, awesome. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, going through to see your videos on, on this. Yeah, um, it's, people, I, I, but, but that's it, great. It, it's something on a per keyword basis takes around 10 minutes to integrate. So at that point, we've done two things. We've tried to steal a featured snippet. It takes about five minutes per keyword once you've done it a couple of times. Then we've added the FAQ scheme. It takes about 10 minutes, right? We've already given ourselves two huge opportunities of increasing our search visibility, right? But mm -hmm. we can actually go a, a, a level further. And if you're not on the first page, but you're on the second page, well, even if you're on the first page as well, again, the tool will tell you if you need to check it. There's, there's a great tool called Surfer SEO. Now, okay. what Surfer SEO does, it's, um, it's one of the few tools that I, I, I highly recommend a, a recurring subscription to for anyone, but there's a $7 trial and you'll be able to implement your quick win strategy with the trial. But what it does is you put your target keyword that you want to rank for and it goes out and it pulls back all of the current top results and then compares your page against theirs. And it reviews over 500 different factors and then says what you should do to be more like what Google was looking for on average, right? So it will make very specific recommendations. It will say, you've got 1,200 words of content, but on average, you need 1,400 words. So then you've got to add 200 words, right? It will say right. your your competitors on average are using bold this many times and you're only using it this times. It will say, you need to add these word, these specific phrases this many times. It will say, you're using this specific phrase too many times, you need to take some away. And it makes really specific recommendations and a checklist to work through. Now, this is a bit more inv involved. This is a secondary <laughs> recommendation. I was going to um, say, it sounds, I'm starting to understand why you're living the life from Costa Rica now. <laughs> hey, here's simple. Well, this, this is a relatively new tool. It's only existed for around 18 months, but the results I'm and the wider SEO community are having with it are exceptional. And integrating the results can be done by anyone. You don't need any SEO knowledge. You don't need any technical knowledge whatsoever. It's literally going to say, add this word this many times, take this word away this many times add this much bold, add an extra 50 words here. It's, it's really, again, paint by numbers SEO in a way that makes sense. Now, sometimes you might find um, one of the, the use cases, I, I had a piece of content that um, Surfer SEO told me to delete 80% of the content, which is counterintuitive in SEO, like more word count, more rankings, right? It's counterintuitive to have a smaller word count. So I was like, hmm, dubious. Anyway, I followed it blindly and within a few days I hit the number one spot from number 12. Wow. So, <laughs> um, and, and that's a trend that we see regularly through running, running the, these optimization reports. Um, so that's, that's, that's your third prong of attack. If the strategy tells you to do so is to just run that report and follow what it says. That's it. Okay. You make it sound, I mean, you make it sound easy, but super complicated at the same time. A lot of our listeners probably say, you said it takes five minutes. It takes me more than five minutes to log into WordPress. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a personal problem, but um, 
this 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 stuff uh, like I think can be extremely simple well, and extremely complex. Well, look, the the, the quick beauty of having established SEO processes, which we have, if, 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 if you're lacking them, that's what the 90 day SEO course is, right? This is just the quick win SEO process. And the beauty about beautiful thing about any process is, is repeatable, right? So right. once you've done it, of course, you've got to learn it first, but after that, it's easy. And the quick win mm -hmm. SEO process is the first thing that we give every new junior SEO. And by junior SEO, usually they've never done SEO before. We, we, right. we, we don't like bad habits. Um, and this is the first thing that we <laughs> give them, right? Because it allows them, it's really easy to integrate with zero SEO knowledge, right? And it, it, it's a step-by-step -step process that delivers results consistently. And we like that because obviously we like results, but we like it mainly because it gives our junior SEOs the, the kind of satisfaction that they won the battle, what the learnings work in, the seeing the results, and it gives them that morale they need to continue growing and 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 and, and keep right. experimenting. And it gives them the revenues it. revenues they need to keep reinvesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a business owner, it's going to give you the money, but as, you know, we 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 give it as a junior SEO, and and it gives results quickly, and. Um, that, that as, as complicated as SEO can be, um, look, SEO boils down to just a series of repeatable processes. Which processes you apply and when is where it gets complicated. Um, right. But this is the process. We, we repeat this quick win SEO process every 90 days on every site in our portfolio. And I guess to try to simplify what we've gone over a little bit here, it sounds like in general, it all boils down to find out what Google wants and give it to them. Exactly. That is literally what SEO is. Yeah. All right. Look, Excellent. Pe pe people try and make it complicated and inject, um, like, like the whole black hat, white hat SEO argument. That is, uh, in my opinion, a demonstration of human stupidity at its finest. Right. Try to outsmart Google and their algorithms and, and their budget. Well, well, right? well <laughs> put a label on it, put a black hat. Why, why are we putting a, yeah. Putting whether it's white hat or black hat label on it is just applying human morale and ethics to an emotionless algorithm. I think that's a great teaser. Um, I want to take a quick break. And then after the break, let's get into this white hat, black hat SEO and what, what that's all about. Of course. Is your data company ignoring and gouging you or gouging and ignoring you? Those are the main reasons our customers move from the previous list provider, Mountaintop Data's Top Data Search platform. What's Top Data Search? Well, with Top Data Search, you can search our database of 20 million plus business contacts and download lists with complete contact information. It's a convenient tool for both sales and marketing departments to get accurate lists. It's free to have an account. There's no annual contracts, no seat fees. Top Data Search is just easy access to accurate data. And when you reach out to us with questions, we actually give you answers. Visit topdatasearch.com and sign up for a free account with the coupon code IYM300 and get 300 free credits. Or if you're just curious, go to topdatasearch.com and run some searches on our open search tool, no account needed, by clicking the search now button. That's at topdatasearch.com. Welcome back to the Iffy Market Podcast. Before the break, we were talking with Matthew Woodward about um, SEO, 
and we're just about to get into black hat versus white hat SEO. Can you tell the listeners kind of what that means? I mean, obviously it sounds like it's good versus evil. What's that mean in the <laughs> SEO world? That's basically how it is in the SEO world. People like the white hats are, are moral and ethical and this, that, and the other. Uh, and and the black hats are against anything white hat and they like to be sneaky and this that and you know and uh i i look at it as just stupid like if, if you label yourself as a white hat you inherently become ignorant of anything that you deem as black hat right that's human mentality right, right? and again if you label yourself as black hat you inherently become ignorant of anything that's white hat because you're above that you're smart you don't need all of that right it's almost Instead, like the political division we have here in the u.s so like it's, oh it's, like i say it's it's an emotionless algorithm and and even with an emotionless algorithm that doesn't give a shit about any of that, we've applied like human ego and morales to it. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Instead, it's better to have a complete understanding and working knowledge of SEO and just understand that all a Google algorithm wants is certain metrics and things. It's just looking for certain inputs. And all we do as SEO is give it what it wants. And that is it. Like, it's not black hat. It's not white hat. It's not any like morality to it. There's a computer algorithm that's looking for certain metrics. Give it what it wants. That is right. it. Like that. I is mean, it. there maybe it used to be more makes sense. I'm mean, back in the day. I remember when there s part of SEO was take a bunch of keywords, put them in your page with the same color font as the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like a black hat High, trick, Highest right? keyword density wins. Right. Um, yeah. If you were going to put a label on it, that's a black hat trick. Uh, however, a lot of people retired off that. So <laughs> <laughs> as long as it was working, yeah. But enjoy Google's the labels, algorithms. you know, enjoy fighting yeah. over the, the, the ego based labels, you know, like I, I'm not interested in that. It um, worked at the time. There are obviously SEO strategies that are riskier than others. And SEO is ultimately a game of risk management. Um, but labeling things as black hat and white hat is is just serves absolutely no purpose at all right. it just stops it's more works doesn't work that's all that really matters yeah is give the algorithm what it wants that's it, that's it. <laughs> feed the algorithm it's, it's been the yeah. theme of the show right power of observation give it what yeah. it wants that, that's the, the google algorithm is not your enemy or something you have to try to defeat you feed no. it that's it no, no feed it's, it. it's looking for certain metrics just give it what it wants that's it yeah okay excellent something that um that's been bothering me since partway through the first half, listening to you and thinking, wow, we got to get this guy to work with us. Um, <laughs> and we don't usually do this on the show. Regular listeners will know. But if somebody wants to hire you, what's it cost? Um, okay. Well, look, SEO is an absolute minefield. I, I, I'm going to assume that people listening have hired SEO companies, agencies, freelancers in the past and you probably had a negative experience. <laughs> right. I, 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 it's, it's, it's a common story. Um, so it's important that listeners understand what actually goes into SEO. And SEO really, if it's fully managed, meaning someone else does everything for you, what that actually means is if it's done right, is that requires input from a project manager. It requires input and continuous support from a developer. Sometimes it requires input and support from a designer. 
it always requires continuous support and input from content writers. It requires continuous support from link building. Now that's a whole kettle of fish, but look, the market value for a really good link on average is around 200 to $220 per link, right? So once you put all of that in place, it's not possible for SEO to, to be cheap, right? Effective SEO is not cheap because it requires input from all of those different skill sets. Now, if you were to hire all of those skill sets into your business, you can easily pull down six to $10,000 a month in salary costs alone, right? And that's just how it is. Right. But what happens is small businesses end up going in and hiring like the $500 a month guy and that buys you two links and no, like that's, that's it. The rest is his margin, right? He's not done anything, right? I think 500 is the middle guy. They go with the $99 guy yeah, first. Yeah, right. But look, we, 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 we only work with clients. We start in at two and a half thousand dollars a month. There's a couple of reasons for that. Um, one, it means that we're serious. We know you're serious about SEO. Um, SEO is a serious sales channel. And if you don't treat it like that, uh, we can't help you. Right. Flat out. Is Flat there a out, product value where it makes sense where somebody's they sell a 99 cent widget. You're like, well, you don't, this isn't what you need. Um, it depends business to business. Quite often you can just look at what you spend in an AdWords and paid mm -hmm. advertising and your, and your other channels. And the, the great thing about organic SEO, well, actually it sucks from my end. <laughs> um, but typically what happens is people come, they pay for nine months and then they leave because they don't need us anymore. And, 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 and that, right. that is it. Um, usually if people stay on after that, it's just out of courtesy, you know? That's a good point. I mean, you're building, you're building you a house and you're done. Click costs, you know? Yeah. You know, we build the foundation, we get everything right, we give you a keyword strategy, we execute on that, you get the rankings, we give you the links, everything's there. And once it's working, um, you know, we had a quite a big client and, and it pains me they, they left last month because they were like, well, thanks for building all that. But now we just need to hire two people internal and we got it right. from here. And we're like, you did well, too good a job. <laughs> uh, well, we're like... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, that's it's the, the right business. You only yeah. have so much bandwidth. Like the, not every product goes forever. That's kind of a good thing. I love hearing that. Of actually. course. Yeah. Saying yeah. Like, hey, we, you know, another thing that we do is we take full control. There's no, there's no discussion on that. We either take full control of everything that, that amounts to results in SEO or we don't touch it. We, we, <laughs> um, we've been burned by that, you know, and, and, you know, clients are, why, why, why are we not ranking? I'm like, well, you see those action points from a month ago that you haven't done and created all of that content. Well, you know, right. you, so we just take control of everything to, we put our head in. The so you say, that's if it. you're going to hire us, get the fuck out of the way. We're not going to go through your red let's tape. Do, We're let do us do what we do. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and we don't I like it with any client that doesn't allow us to take full control. Um, now it seems like your limitation is your time of your people. So it isn't like this is a scalable software where you can have a thousand clients. So you, you can actually be a lot more selective since yeah. you can only yeah. work with so many people at a time. Yeah. And, and fill out the form. You're, 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 the, the, the agency is searchlogistics.com. Um, the, the whole lead generation experience is designed to disqualify people. So if you make it through that uh, and, and we have a conversation with us, you've got a good chance of being a client. You said searchlogistics.com? Yeah. Okay. I'll make sure to put that in the, in the show notes. Um, um, so go ahead. You know, 
irrespective of 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 whether you go with whatever SEO agency you, you go with, you should be super dubious about anyone that's under a thousand and five hundred dollars a month because they break to do a good job, they're breaking even at best, right? Just on salary, right? Never right. mind all of the, the, the subscriptions and all the tools that go into it, right? So you should Which be dubious. They're not doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they want to make money. Yeah. yeah. Now that doesn't mean that if you go and pay ten thousand dollars a month, you're gonna get good service. Typically, um agencies that do that and not giving you good service. Um, I'd be expecting an awful lot of content and link building for that per month, you know? So right. um, that's something to be aware of, but not everyone has that kind of budget or ongoing commitment and, and just wants to get traction or perhaps get their internal team right or, or review strategy. Um, as a, On a consultant basis for $600, I'll spend an hour looking through the site strategy, find all the holes and then we spend an hour on the phone together going through all of those and what you need to do. So you've got a clearly defined. So somebody who has somebody who's fairly like web savvy situation. on their staff can, can consult with you and get you to come in and just be like, basically okay. if they can yeah. use WordPress yeah. at a basic level, um, I can give an action list that they can integrate and, and you'll see, you'll see results from, awesome. um, I that's, feel like that's, um, that's... in my questions I wanted to ask, I missed this one and I'm glad we addressed it in this way, but in asking like, how do people hire you? I guess the real question would have been, how does somebody find a good SEO uh, person? But we, either way, we covered it uh, with, with that. So good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, any, any, any good SEO should be able to pull out relevant case studies at any moment. Right. And I'm not talking like, like you want to see Google analytics screenshots of results, not from Ahrefs or some tool that shows they grew organic traffic. Cause that could be from anyone's site, but from Google analytics, you know that they're in charge of the SEO on that site. They've seen organic traffic improvements, you know, uh, the proofs in the pudding, right. Um, and, and the people that are delivering the results have results to show. That's, that's I, it. <laughs> I suppose I would say if people don't come to you, if you go to somebody else and when you talk to them, yeah. they don't sound like Matthew does, um, watch out. <laughs> the, 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 other, the other big gotcha, the huge warning sign uh, from a client is if an agency makes you a specific promise, if right. you say to them, um, okay, so it costs this much, well, how long till I see the results? If they make a specific promise, that's something to be wary of. Nobody can guarantee results in Google. No one, not me, not anyone. Right. Um, the algorithm moves. It's often a moving target. Um, no one can make guarantees. At the very best, all an SEO agency can do is make sure that all of the factors that go into ranking are turning in your direction. Right. right? And ultimately, is, it's a competition. It isn't yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right, you will be number one. Yeah. No, somebody else and, may have done and, it right and, but, but that is the limit of control of any SEO on the planet. All it can do is make sure all of the necessary factors are turning in your direction. Um, so you have to be wary of people that make specific promises because that's just not how the reality is. Um, I also appreciate that businesses need to know a time frame and a timeline and, and everything else to see in results. Well, usually what you will see happen is you spend the first three months getting all the foundation right. And look, every business is different. They're at different stages in the SEO journey. So what I'm about to say is hugely generalized, hugely right. Typically, the first three months is all about getting the foundation right, 
making sure they're going after the right keywords and content, uh, making sure it's fast and things like that. All the architectures there, technical SEOs, right? Usually by the end of month four, you start seeing movements, right? You start seeing positive traction. After that, um, you should see positive movement month on month. Uh, you may have months where you see a negative drop. It happens, it fluctuates, but in general, over a period of time, you should be looking for that positive growth from about month four onwards with your relationship with any SEO agency. Now, we put our money where our mouth is with that because we don't tie you into a 12-month contract. We tie you into a four-month contract. And after those four months, it goes on to a rolling monthly contract. That basically means we've got four months to make it work. <laughs> and if you don't, we get sacked. Ooh, um, that sounds dangerous. You said it takes three months to lay the foundation. That gives you one month to start getting results. Yeah. And look, that's typically what happens. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't. Right. There are times when we sites have got hundreds of thousands of pages, a huge mess, and it takes six months just to clean it up, right? I'm talking in general, 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 um, what's happening. You know, if you've got 200,000 pages and we need to rebuild the internal linking structure seven for 700,000 internal links, that takes time, right? right. That, really, that really sucks for someone to have to do all of that, but it takes time. That's just how it is. That's why I'm saying we're hugely generalizing. But by about month four, you want to be seeing some level of positive traction. Um, right. and, and, you know, we go out on our shield with that because that's, we're in a four month contract moving to rolling monthly. Most SEO agencies are going to hit you with a 12 or 18 month, um, which in my opinion is a warning sign. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like at some point you kind of need, once you hire somebody, you kind of need to trust them to see it through. Yeah, it's a long, long enough for business arrangement, you know, and um, SEO agencies understand that. That's why they lock you into a long term contract. Um, and sometimes it does take as long as that to see significant results. Um, but as, as a general rule of thumb, if you're delivering monthly increases to a client, they're happy to continue with the monthly arrangement and i don't feel that any client should be locked into to 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 not being able to walk away when you're not delivering it, it doesn't make sense so that's why we have a four-month lock-in period um, right. because we know that we need that time i suppose minimum. if you can't minimum. convince the client that they need to continue then yeah you know, after four months of payments, you're not doing you're not doing and and, and all right, you might not be seeing the results in Google because it's it's a big job, but you can at least show over these four months, these are the deliverables we've hit. This is what we're doing. This is the plan we're working towards. And, you know, um, it, it, it depends. Some some jobs are easier than others and some are bigger and, and, and smaller, you know. Right. Um, but, but it's a huge warning sign for me if, if there's a, a long minimum contract term, there's often not much you can do to get out of that, you know. Um, even if they right. tank your site and destroy your business, they still won't pay it. Uh, right. you, you have to be willing to commit. It sounds like whether you go four months and then it's month to month or you sign a 12. Yeah, month you, you, you have to. It's important as a business, you treat SEO as a serious sales channel because it is and done right. It will outperform your entire sales team. It will. But you must treat it with that level of respect as a business as well. You must invest into it like that. You must monitor it like that. And you just make sure that whoever's doing it is, is, has, you can trust with that 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 level of sales because if they get it wrong it can be catastrophic um you know we some listeners might be aware there was an update in may that was absolutely catastrophic for some businesses we're doing an audit for a business now that went from making two hundred thousand dollars a month to ten thousand dollars a month overnight Oof. 
that's rough overnight and you know we the past three weeks we've just started to see they, them get their, their first rankings they had 600 top three rankings a month ago and now they've got 900 so they're starting to see the recovery now but all of that was born from bad technical seo um, it was duplicate content, a bad internal linking structure. Internal linking, by the way, we touched on in the Quick Win SEO process. And, and that was it. That was it. It was very simple on-page changes that needed to be made that ultimately cost them $190,000 a month in lost revenue. Right. But they, they were, um, it worked up to that point. And then Google yeah. made it kind of an upgrade to what it's looking for to make the results no, better. For no, what the, the, the things that they suffered from were just technical SEO problems. Right. Had they invested in a technical audit, uh, they would have found these problems before it hit them, but they didn't. Um, typically what happens is they would just ride in the success and you just assume that's going to continue and it does until it doesn't. Um, you know, SEO is something that you maintain and you always need to check that you've got that foundation and base right. Just like you service your car every year, you need to service your SEO foundation. Otherwise, you know, you that check engine light comes on and before you know it, pump. <laughs> you know, the problem of right. SEO is you don't know that the check engine light's on. <laughs> right. So um, it's, it, it's important that you treat SEO with that level of seriousness because even if you're winning right now, even if you're listening right now, don't be arrogant and think that Google won't get you. You right. need to I think you sure need that to, you've um, got that base, right? You need to call your review service uh, the check engine light, like uh, so people can hire you to do that. Yeah, yeah and, check and, engine no, light service. Um, we do offer a technical SEO audit, two thousand dollars one-time fee, um, that will get into all of the nitty-gritty in in great detail. Um, but that, you know, it, it's something that you just need to be aware of when you treat an SEO as a sales channel, you must maintain your garden because right. otherwise that growth is going to become a hindrance. Maintenance is, is important. So just yeah. getting it set up and it's running and that's great, but you'd need, so let's talk about that one client. You guys did a great job. You set it up and they said, Hey, we, we can have an internal person take this over. Now it sounds like maybe they'd still want to have you guys come in once a year and have a look at it or something like that as a, as a uh, maintenance. Um, that's, that's not a decision they've, taken but should they want that we would of course do that could be a um, good idea for companies though look uh, look one of the biggest challenges as from an seo agency is keeping a client educated and explaining everything after you've been doing that for nine ten months and they see what you're doing and the the they're like well okay well we can just do that and they can right because they can because they have the education at that point they have the knowledge they have the results they have the budget and and there is a point where an seo agency becomes irrelevant because there's only so many so many relevant keywords and content and links that we can build it becomes uh, eventually it is something that you can quite easily manage and, and that is the typical life frame we, we get about nine months before we get binned off <laughs> That's, uh, and i can't blame them because it's the right from you know if, if you're yep. if you're a numbers guy looking at the numbers of the business at that point it is usually the right thing to do i've got one last question we're running out of time and then i'll give you the the floor for anything else you want to put out there as well but um, where's SEO going? Like, is there, is there anything new coming? Are there any big changes? Is there going to be a second search engine other than Google ever? Um, I've heard rumor of other search engines, but. One, one of the biggest directions that, that's happening with Google is the, the search results are 
now coming from businesses that have, you know, that identifiable businesses and people. Like the the days of anonymous affiliates are reducing. So you're saying they're doing a good job of filtering out like the one eight hundred dentist whose sole job is to get search results and sell if, them. If if, if 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 you're a dentist website, if you're a den- genuine dentist business and you've not got your business address and phone number on your website, how does Google know you're a real business and not a spammer? Right. Um, Google are getting a lot better at that. And you, if you observe the search results, you'll see that they're now generally made up of bigger publishers or more established businesses rather than like, you know, Joe from the other street who started his blog, right? Like um, Google now, there's so many people using Google to, to answer very important questions in life. Google needs to know that the results and answers are coming from people that exist, businesses that exist, that have a, a, a point of responsibility, right? Like if you're, if you're a business you, and you're identifiable as a business, it's unlikely you're going to put any information out there that harms sales or the business or the reputation of the business. Uh, or anything like that, right? Rather than an anonymous person who might just throw out a conspiracy theory to sell whatever pill it is. Right. You know? So it's almost um, like they have a, a credit score for businesses to assure that the no, it's, results it's, are... It's, it's not even that. It's, 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 it's much more rudimentary. Google now want to know that you are real. Right. Right. They want to know that you're a real business that people come to work to and leave every day. Or if you're not, or if you're a sole business, that you're a real sole business, you're contactable, and you know you, you, that's it you exist you're real so that's one of the big trends that i think a lot of seos miss out on because they're so distracted with link building but more and more google are looking to display real genuine businesses in their results so making sure you're listed on google my business important making sure you've got your address and phone number important um you know, in, in the US, I don't know how it is, but in the UK, um, there's, you're required to display certain things in the footer of your website legally. So make sure that you're complying with all of those kind of legal things that a responsible business would do. Oh, we can do anything we want here. It's like Costa yeah. Rica. You put whatever you want on your site. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would highly recommend that you put your company information, the 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 company name the address the registration number if there is one where it's formed phone number and also your about page um, you're, you're saying this stuff and i'm looking at my site you. my company's site right now to say is that on there oh my god please tell me you have it. <laughs> right like but these are the things that google are using as a, as a point of trust and authority to know that if they return you in a search result that you've got a point of responsibility there and um these things are important to include. Um, you know, if you've moved premises, you've changed phone number, all of these kinds of things, you need to make sure they're all update and current on your website and the Google My Business listing and anywhere else. All of these things that allow Google to authenticate that you are a real business. These are the kind of like underlying trust signals that many people skip over because they're so distracted with keyword research and content and link building that they're not actually giving Google what it wants. And that is businesses and results that it can trust. Right. So it's, it's not even really 
properly indexing regardless of the content on the site because it doesn't trust your site well it's a hindrance hmm. you know like if google's got two equal results and one's coming from a business that it knows it can trust or one's coming from an anonymous source which one is it going to display to the hundreds of thousands of people searching for an answer right the you one know, people gonna, want if, is... if, if every time you go to google and you get a wrong answer or a mistrustful answer or an answer that hurts you or does you damage or doesn't right you know you're not going to use google anymore yeah you go over to your your lycos or your uh, ask Egg. jeeves or something like that yeah well if there is going to be one that beats google which it won't uh, it's DuckDuckGo. Uh, oh, I've seen a lot about that. Question. Yeah. Yeah. In answer to your other question, Bing's pretty good. If you've not used Bing webmaster tools recently, that's got a great suite of SEO tools built into it. Um, but it's just duck, duck go is all about the privacy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And more and more people are using it and adopting it as a default search engine. So something to be aware of, but look, 99.5% of your efforts should be searched on Google search traffic. That's uh, where the traffic is. That's where the money is. So if you're looking for 0.5%, Go to Bing and DuckDuckGo. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and actually, I I've published a, a piece on Bing SEO and the differences. And despite the 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 underwhelming amount of traffic that Bing sends, it does convert better than Google traffic, in my experience, in general, on a broad sense. So, um, but you know, you might get three or four sales from Bing and Google send you 500. So <laughs> who cares about conversion at that point? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it converts at double or eight, but <laughs> it doesn't convert my bank balance at double or eight. <laughs> and the work is the same amount to set up the SEO as well. So it is more or less. Yeah. 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 Just focus on Google and the rest will come. Yeah. All right. This is, it's been a blast, man. It's a eye opening for me. I thought I was fairly, trained in SEO and knowing how it works and whatnot. And um, I have a crazy amount of notes here to go to my people with and say, Hey, what's up with this? And why is our company name not in the footer of our site? And <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the quick win SEO process won't teach you to review that, but as a bare minimum, you want to be making sure that you communicate in all those company details in the footer on the about page and on the contact page. Your about page also wants to display all of your team members optionally linked to their LinkedIn profiles, Twitter profiles, anything that suggests that they're actual real people that exist and are not something that you just generated. Right. If you've got right. pictures of the company owner, the offices, anything like that, add it. Your about page is there to, excuse my English, get your dick out. So get your dick out, like show off <laughs> who you are, what you are, what you're about. You real, like really build that out and stress that, you know? I, I think um, I have a title for this episode yeah, now. <laughs> no, don't no. do that. <laughs> um, but, but establishing those basic fundamentals gives, lets Google know that you're real, you're serious, you're a business and that they can trust you. Those basic things are things that many, many, many people ignore, um, but they're so easy to put right. Fantastic. Um, anything else you want to cover before we wrap it up here? No, just, just work. Anyone that wants to increase search traffic, whether you've got budget or not, as long as you've got three or four hours free, hit up the quick win SEO process. You'll get fantastic results. It's easy for anyone to implement. It's quick. Um, and, that's it. That, that will start your SEO journey. That's, that's a great way to, to pull a thread and build on from there. Awesome. I think a website you've given out there, and this will all be in the show notes, but searchlogistics.com. That was, that was your site, right? Yeah. yeah. And all a quick win SEO, just hit the link in the show notes. And quick win SEO. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can hit the link in the show notes or hit the homepage, matthewwoodward.co.uk, and and you'll find it right there up at the top. All right. Well, thank you for coming on today. I want to thank all the listeners on behalf of the Iffy Market team and myself and Matthew Woodward. Again, thank you for listening to the Iffy Market podcast, where we believe if you market the shit out of it with SEO, they will come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.